0: Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill.
1: I am so excited to be talking with my dear fellow co-author and friend and fellow coach, Davidson Hang. It's wonderful to see you today. How are you?
0: Thank you, Liz. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I know we've been working on it for a while <laughs> in typical ENFP fashion. It took it took a lot of um, there was a lot of shiny optic syndrome that got in the way, but you know we we were able to prove that hey, despite being an ENFP, we can we can follow through. So that that was nice.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I I so I want to share the book that we're talking about specifically today, unapologetically ENFP, and just I love the cover that we have too because it's like I see. ENFP life is such an adventure. It's like life is an adventure. And so (laughs) you're leaping off the cliffs. You're like jumping in and living life fully, which I think a lot Mm. of whatever your personality type is, right? You can learn Mm. from that and take a little, because I we've talked a lot about this over the course of working on this book, that I'm an INFJ. So there's there's pieces of, of us that are similar so we can connect and relate. Um, hmm. and there's parts of me that want to like hide out be a hermit <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and so it, it there's a playfulness and a fun that you bring to all the work that you do that is hmm. really helpful for me um, in my personality type so it's I just want to thank you that that it's been, thank you for that along the way yeah
0: um, and you, you you keep us in check um you know certainly the INF jays are are good for holding us accountable like having you know, keeping us grounded like you know it, it's a good balance so yeah i agree i, I think every personality types has their own strengths and weaknesses i think ours is if you know if you want to have fun like if my friend's flying in in town like from singapore or london they're like who's the first person i'm going to call it's definitely going to be like someone like myself who's an enough that's like all right let's let's paint the night, stay up to 7am, make bad decisions. And, but it's okay. Cause we'll have funny stories to tell. Like I I'm your guy. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a lot of fun, but uh, you know, we can also be quite unpredictable.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, I love the concept of this book because there's things that you talk about where it's like some people have labeled you as a job hopper. You talk about that in there because you've worked, so many different jobs and done so many different like different fields and that's Mm. that comes with such a negative connotation Mm. and I I love how you talk in the book about how you've really learned all the good that that can bring
0: Mm. yeah I I wouldn't recommend it it's not for the faint of heart Uh, my (laughs) wife it like has anxiety just thinking about how many jobs i've had like just the mention of how many jobs like gives her like chills but right you know i it like i i'm i'm a firm believer of hey like if every day is not happy like you know we spend 40 hours well most of us spend 40 hours a week like working right if we don't enjoy like obviously 100% of that it's never going to be 100% enjoyable right but if we're not like super excited on monday mornings like why stay in that job, right? And I've been right. fortunate enough to have helped coach over 150 people in the last 10 years around career transitions. And, mm-hmm. and because I, you know, because I have that experience, people trust me and they're like, okay, well, clearly this guy has lived that example. So, you know, it, it's kind of worked out for him. So like, let me take a chance and why not like try a different job career? Yeah.
1: And I, I think with the, uh, um, w- in the book, how you talk about the assets, like all the strengths that some people might label certain things as this is something that's that's like bad, right? Mm-hmm. Or or not uh, looked highly upon. But if we switch that up for ourselves, and this this applies to all the the um personality types, right? If we become, mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to be who we actually are mm-hmm. and just build that and build those strengths that they're they're there's much, so much value in that, too, right?
0: Yeah. I think like we all, I mean, we all have pros and cons, right? Like and and just because I'm an enFP doesn't mean I can't be Jay sometimes or I can't think right. sometimes, right? It's just right. it's it's my natural way of being. So, you know, I used to relate to, and I think many of us enFPs, and that's why the book was was founded, right? Because I would get together with uh, I interviewed santa and jackie and pan and we would just laugh at how ridiculous our lives are and meanwhile jackie traveling to the galapagos islands and doing all these different things right and then santa moved to uh belgium because she met a guy and now she lives in luxembourg right and and it's like and pan you know just like oh let me just quit my job and go to india and do like a yoga retreat for like three months right it's it's like that's very unusual but for us like it's just like we do like yesterday like the other day it's like let me just do a 14 day road trip across canada drive for 36 hours and like let me just call my friends and see if i can crash and like that's like a very enfp thing to do right many people that are more you know thinkers would be like well that doesn't make any sense like why would you do that like you were making perfectly good money making over six figures like why would you leave that you know and like so there's a lot of like in my opinion a lot of thinkers and jays that like rule the world right because they are often the leaders like they're often the ones that like create things and don't get me wrong there's a time and a place to think but as a feeler as someone who is adventurous like for for me it might not make any sense people might be like well why would you go to Montreal like in the winter like it's freezing cold But it's like why not you know like it's for me it's just an adventure and every day I try to view life as an adventure yeah
1: and you talk about different aspects of life, really all aspects of life in the book. Mm-hmm. And um, we've talked about the career. We also talk a little bit about spirituality. We talk about your family upbringing, your relationships, like how that impacts relationships. I'm curious about curious about if there's mm-hmm. anything in another field, maybe in relationships or spirituality, that you'd like to dive into and and share.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because on the surface, I think when people think of ENFPs, they're like, oh, they can't be that deep, right? Like, they're the ones that are like, you know, how how much depth can you have working at a company in six months, right? Well, Mm -hmm. in the story, you know, like even just leaving Trinet uh, last week, you know, I I was crying because like in those six months, I have had really deep conversations. Like people that I've met once and we're talking about, you know, my coworker starting her own foundation to help different causes and 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 that's the beauty of being an enft right like on the outside it's like oh this guy just likes to party and you know drop molly and like kind of like live life right but actually when you peel back the layers like we're, we're very very deep people where i am thinking about existentialism and i love reading philosophy so it's a it's like we're like deceivingly very deep but you wouldn't be able to tell right like if someone first meets me at a networking event and he sees me smoothing with like 100 different people like, oh, like, I don't want to talk to this guy. Like he just wants, you know, he just wants to collect my business card. But when I sit with someone and, um, you know, one of my friends, Steve, I'm going to visit him during this road trip, we can sit down and have a five hour conversation, like a very deep conversation. And I love that too, right? So, you know, there's a lot of layers to it. And um, on the surface, I I think people judge me and, and a lot of us that are more adventurous, and they're just like, oh, like, they're they're not capable of settling down but you know like with my marriage it's a very deep marriage we've been together for 12 years right so we are capable of, of settling down and committing right but we're not one to settle for for an okay life right
1: right yeah and i i've known you for now i don't six years or something like that maybe even yeah. more and i um And even the first time I met you, I still remember the first time I met you and I just felt like, oh, like I can connect with this person. I just felt like you were very, um, had that depth of connection, like your ability. So even though you might be, yes, able to meet like a hundred people at an event, which just makes me want to pass out and fall (laughs) down. (laughs) But I feel like you have this capacity to to really connect deeply with people with all the mm. right? Which mm. that not everyone has that has mm. that skill set to also, yeah, you can you can be fun and meet a lot of people, but you can also be mm. really present with somebody. Huh. That's like really
0: that deep. Thing. I think like because we share the the intuition and the feelings mm. part. So I, I think that that's what you're alluding to, right? Like when right. we when we have the intuitive like, oh like Liz is a good person or Pan's a good person and then the feelings, like being able to like really dig deep into the feelings, like during the program, which uh, Elizabeth and I met at, which is called Accomplishment Coaching. I literally cried 180 days out of the 365 days, because it was just such a, a deep program. And when I was being able to be with all the emotions, the the trauma, the the racism, and, and when people were just sharing about like, hey, this is what it's like to be a black man in our society. And these are these other times I got pulled over for no absolutely no reason right like i it's hard not to cry when you hear these stories right so mm-hmm. yeah you're you're right like you know my natural tendency is is to to talk to as many people as possible but when I'm but when you know we actually like hang out right like I I love mm-hmm. like being able to sit down and like talk to someone for three hours and ask them a billion questions like hey like know tell me about your favorite memory when you when you were solo backpacking across europe like what was that like you know and just like Mm -hmm. getting into it but but yeah i I think it's certainly a practice i would say like when i was younger it was harder to be with all those emotions because as a as a guy right as a as a enfp guy i do think men sometimes it's harder for us to cry a lot without feeling like oh this is like should i be crying right whereas like i feel like with women like so it's okay to cry right it's like normal what but even now like I do feel like when I cry like I kind of have to like hide myself sometimes you know and it, it's just, just the nature of like the society that, that we live in right now
1: mm. and so you have um is this your fourth book am I counting this correctly because we've great post journal you brought Men Together for the Redefining Masculinity book, which I absolutely yeah. really love working with you on. So now, on a, unapologetically, ENFP, we're also working on your memoir, which is pretty kick ass. <laughs> so that's going to come out too. Um, so you are getting it done, right? You are getting it done. And um, what did you learn? I know you've said to me that you always learn something about yourself and grow through the course of the book. What hmm. would you say? Did you like learn about yourself or discover or <clears throat> any shifts that took place for you? That's, yeah, that's a really
0: deep question. I think the first, the great pause helped me be able to just have trust, like, cause I had a disempowering context or limiting beliefs, like I'm not a good writer, right? Growing up, mm-hmm. um, not scoring as well on verbal and reading compared to math, like, you know, cause at home, like all we do is speak Vietnamese, right? So. I just didn't have the confidence, like growing up, like, oh, that my English is like good enough to be like an author. So that was the breakthrough I had through that one. The, the, the journaling guide just helped me be able to like tap into more of like my creativity, my spiritual side where I was like, oh, wow. Like if I was creating not from societal, like what society views me as, but like just getting in touch with my heart, like what would that creation look like? Right. So it just helped me connect with more of my spiritual nature um redefining masculinity helped me be able to see myself as a leader for the first time because I was like mm-hmm. oh let me create from nothing and bring a, a bunch of men together and obviously you were like instrumental in that leadership journey but it was the first time where I was like huh like I can actually be a leader right and then that that that's been so fulfilling and then um within in a unapologetically uh enfp i think I mean, this was definitely the most confronting out of all of them because all of us, like the four of us, when we first started this, like we just showed up and we just, and we just have so many ideas, right? Like the excitement, like in a typical ENFP lifestyle uh, or life, when we make decisions, right? It's like usually how it goes, it's like in the beginning, it's like, yeah, like let's do this. Like we're amazing. Like, I love you, Jackie. I love you, you know, Santa. And we're, it's just like gangbusters. Right. And then somewhere along the way, when it starts to get hard and and this is, analogous of my whole life right it's like then we're like oh, okay okay wow okay this actually requires like commitment this actually requires taking like a really like deep look at ourselves and like okay and then also the the imposter syndrome popped up for all four of us right and it was like okay well who am i to, to like create something where people would spend five six hours to read right obviously with the other projects there were a lot many other authors so i can kind of hide behind well i'm like well you know, if they don't like my chapter, they have like Edwin's chapter, right? It's all right. good. <laughs> exactly. but, but, but when it's just me and Pan, you know, it's like, okay, well, we actually have to like pr- deliver value. But mm-hmm. I think it just helped me complete to your point, your first question. Like, I think I there was a lot of times where I battled with like, like why can't I just sit still? Like, why can't I just, you know, so many of my friends, they can just sit like from a nine to five job and they're happy. And they, I mean, at least from now, it seems like they're happy. Right. Why am I like when I go like when I worked at corporations, that had a thousand people. Why am I the, the only one that it seems like I'm the only one that's like going around talking to it's like making a mission like, OK, I'm not going to leave this company until I talk to all 1000 people like at the company, at least have at least a five minute conversation with them. And, and and that's what I did. Right. And I would always judge myself like, like, why, why am I seemingly the only person that's doing this? Like everyone else is just sitting at their desk. But it made me. like there was something wrong with me you know so this book helped me complete the path where actually Davidson, like nothing's wrong with you like just embrace it and just accept that that's who you are and then this the sooner i started embracing myself and you know the three-year process that it took us to like do this right i was also going through my acceptance journey where i was like okay well does anyone care about what spiritual thing i have to say does anyone care about like you know but at the end of the day it's like even if it's just an audience of one, like who cares what other people think, right? And um, and then some, a lot of the ENFPs that have reached out to me because of the book, like ended up, there was a guy named Armando who like, this is so crazy that this happened, but he was flying into New York and he was just like, dude, your book is amazing. Like, let's meet up. And I was just like, whoa, like this guy, like, like just wants to meet with me just because we're an ENFP. And then we just talked about like being ENFP. And I was just like, dude, that's amazing. Like you're a pickleball champion. You're starting your own business. You're a coach. You're a, like, a, a you know, and like he was everything. And I'm like, that's still ENFP. Right. But, he, but we bonded over that. And then oh, this other guy who, who was a podcast podcaster was just like, dude, like, this is amazing. Like, and so long story short, I just, all the ENFPs like reached out to me and they're just like, oh my God, like, what you said, like, made me laugh so hard that I literally spilled, like, milk out of my nose. And I was like, oh, my God. And that, that was, <laughs> it was so touching to hear that. But it's interesting, right? Because being an ENFP and also, like, ooh, like, I'm seeking that external validation. So what if no one messaged mm-hmm. me and they just read it and they just had a good time, right? So then I'm also, like, oh, man, like, I'm doing that thing again where I'm, like, seeking mm-hmm. and I'm, like, ooh, this is awesome. I'm going to write another book now, <laughs> you know? It was just so ENFP. You got
1: the bug. <laughs> and I, so... I wanna hear your advice too on when people face this because all authors face this. They all face this time where it starts getting hard and the big shiny fun idea of it starts being like, ew, I have to like read this again and like, ew, I have to do like, oh, it gets to be such a, a drag at some point along the way um yeah and then it also gets scary but like oh what happens it's like oh what happens if no one reads it or what happens if mm-hmm. everyone reads it and like both mm. are scary um huh. what do you what advice do you have for people because you've faced this and gotten through it and it did take yeah. longer than you envisioned it but you got it done right so right. um what would you say to people that are when they're in that space
0: huh Um, well, I mean, obviously I can only give advice from the lens of an ENFP. So
1: So I I do think,
0: I think shiny, shiny object syndrome is like very ENFP, right? Just because like in doing our market research and speaking with a lot of ENFPs, like in creating this book, we're like, Hey, like, what is like the one thing you struggle the most with? And it's like anonymous, like anonymously, um, unanimously like shiny object syndrome, right? That was like the clear thing. So I I would say, um, I mean, obviously, it's helpful to have, like, Elizabeth in your corner, like, I'm not gonna lie, that's like 80% of it, right? Because, like, you are like more grounded, and you're like, it's like, hey, like, this doesn't make sense. Like, you guys are kind of all over the place. Like, let's kind of like, be more specific or whatever, right? So Mm -hmm. I do think having a um, people that are have the J's in them would be helpful, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. And I think, it like, if I'm present to, like, all right, if Davidson, like, my audience, who I'm trying to serve, right, so if I'm present to, like, okay, if I, like, if if I'm 18 years old, and I'm reading this book when I was, like, lost, and I felt, like, really ugly, and I felt short, and I felt, like, really out of place, right, and I'm, and I've read this book, like, what impact would that have on the 18-year-old Davidson, like, just being grounded in that, um, just, like, really propelled me forward, because I'm, like, because I'm not going to lie, even, even after completing the book, there are days where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I just want to do everything, you know? Like, even on the 14-day trip, I'm like, I wish it was, like, a 30, 365 days because there's so many people I want to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I think, you know, I mean, we've had this conversation, like, Pan and I, too. Like, Pan, luckily, Pan was also very, like, committed to it as well. Like, she was just like, man. And, and we were having fun, too, right? So I would say it was less about the fun, But it was just more about the, um, like, supporting each other, right? Because there were moments where we were getting into arguments, right? There were times where, like, we were, like, not, we did not want to see each other. And we made each other wrong. And we were calling each other names. We're, like, you're not committed. Like, you're not, you know, there was a lot of drama that happened. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, right? But I, I think what really helped us finish it was, like, i was just like hey like what's your why like what is your like you know if, and some people i felt like didn't have as strong of a why some of it was just like well this is just fun and i just love being with you guys right and i'm like well that's not really strong enough of a why right it has to be something bigger and then breakdowns will happen right there's always going to be breakdowns right that's just mm-hmm. life and i and i think what makes it like possible is if like for me I just felt like I had to, like, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be able to sleep well if I like didn't finish this project, right? Like, I'm like, let me just see something through because there's so many times where I have quit projects, right? Like in t- typical ENFP. And every time I quit a project, like my self-limiting belief or my narrative is like, Davidson, you're a failure. Like you suck. There's another thing you quit. There's another thing you quit. And then over time, that really like takes a toll on your confidence. So for me, because I was just like, man, if I, if I don't finish this, then like, I'm just, I'm just giving up on life like it sounds very dramatic but that's how I like that's how I thought about it I'm like am I gonna give up on life like no man like let's do this but but it was it was really hard as as you witnessed like there was a lot of like breakdowns there was, there was a lot of like drama honestly but you know we're all cool now and like you know but it, it's just there was a lot of emotions that got wrapped up in this right because like every
1: yeah, it was like, like every like week yeah. Was that? I like what you're saying about this, where if um, where it's that keep looking at what what's the why, like what's driving you to do it. Mm. And when there's a breakdown to be willing to face it and talk it mm. through, right, yeah. to actually create from that instead of being like, I'm done, hands up, like step away, <laughs> right? Mm. Which, sometimes that's a choice to do that can be helpful, but you've kept reinventing, I see, a mm. little bit to bring bring it to fruition at the end. Um, and you used yeah. it for really spiritual development and personal mm. development along the way too, which I'm sure must've kept it alive for you um, yeah. in those times too. It, it, um,
0: yeah. And I think like ENFPs like universally, like are, we're like people pleasers. Right. Right. Cause like, mm. you know, we're feelings based, we're intuitive. Right. And we're more, we're, we're, we're very perceptive of other people's like and then we're extroverted, right? So we just like being around people, right? So I think one of the hardest things was like resolving breakdowns was like like there were like a lot of unspoken tension. And sometimes I had to be like, all right, guys, like let's let's just clear here, like let's just like clear the air, like what's going on, you know? And then, you know, they would be like, Hey, you know, I felt like you you were being very like judgmental when you were talking about like some of my health breakdowns, right? Like, you know, so like just talking it out really helped a lot. Um mm-hmm. And then, also like because we were people pleasing, like sometimes like uh, one of the authors, like she was like didn't want to let us down, but it but her actually completing the project gave us so much more space, right? Because she was just like, hey, like I've been you know I've been me I've been avoiding you guys like you know so it was just like those couple months where there was just not a lot of communication. We we're like, what's going on here? You know, so I, I think hopefully the book will help people realize like, hey, like when we finally resolve breakdowns, like that's when we'll have the biggest breakthroughs.
1: Right. And like you're saying, it's the nature of the world, right? It's the nature yeah. of where that's how things happen is that they, there are breakdowns. There are things like that, that, that happen. So it's how do yeah. we look at that instead of making it wrong about the project or whatever, mm. it's just that this is a natural part of our life. Yeah, or, together, you know? or if I could be honest,
0: like, You know, in this latest project that we have, the newest memoir that we're coming out, like I was making you wrong, right? That's like, (laughs) I'm not committed to that. Like, that's not what ENFP ENFP is, right? But then then once I took responsibility, I'm like, well, am I just avoiding conflict? I'm like, I'm doing that ENFP thing again where I avoid conflict, what I perceive as conflict, but really it's not even conflict, right? It's just that we're so sensitive. And you you probably have some of this as well, right? Yeah. You're, you know, because of the feelings i dinner feel dinner.
1: that too yeah.
0: yeah yeah so like so instead of me just like avoiding it and like me making up these like disempowering narratives i'm like oh well liz doesn't care about me she has like so many oh.
1: things <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how could i not care about you <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but you know um, what i'm saying like that's but yeah
1: i know like, right right we make up right. things about about the thing right like right right, right. Um, and <clears throat> so and we don't know the truth of things unless we actually will come together and talk it out right right? so um and I was doing that thing too of sometimes it's just like I get overwhelmed I shut down and I just kind of do this right and that has yeah and I don't recognize the impact that that might have on my you know on my people and the people I care about right like I don't I'm because I'm just in my own like (laughs) introverted, shut down space um yeah so i i appreciate being called out and and to be given that space to talk things through
0: Mm. yeah and and it's funny because as even as an extroverted right because our our nickname is the campaigner like if you look at on the myers fix websites that's what most of the websites call us but we also retreat a lot too right because we're giving we're always out there we're Mm. always campaigning like it's it's freaking exhausting you know so right. we we go through cycles that we also like we're like okay like f the world like, everyone's taking advantage of me and then we just like literally like vegetable out for a month and this is across the board like mm-hmm. i've seen i've seen jackie do i've seen santa i've seen pan like we all do it right like pan does it via her like one month meditation retreats and then pasana like i do it mm-hmm. where like i'll just turn off my phone and i'm just like angry you know so it's just interesting because even though we're extroverted like because we're giving 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 we also uh tend to burn out and we isolate a lot too but then the isolation is it becomes a downward spiral right because like because we are like naturally get energy but we're just angry at the world and and you know in the book like hopefully we, we we talk through some of those like more challenging things to process
1: yeah so um what are you up to now, Davidson? Anything you want to talk about and share with oh, about what you're right yeah. now? What you're up oh to? oh my god,
0: this ah! is this, this is so crazy that this is happening. Um, so I've been fortunate enough, like I've had the pri- privilege of doing so many amazing programs, like accomplished coaching landmark Tony Robbins, and I've spent like over a thousand, like ten thousand hours, like either reading self development books and all that, so. I'm creating this like ultimate transformation program that's like a year long Mm -hmm. program where every fifty two weeks will every week will be like a different module like a different like lesson. So there's going to be lessons in self love and and like even publishing a book right like becoming a YouTuber right. So there'll be bonus modules because and then if people are just interested in like you know maybe just the self love module they can purchase that right. So Mm
1: -hmm. I'm
0: creating uh, courses that is going to be uh, filled with exercises, group group settings, and then I'm also going to be hosting retreats as well. Mm-hmm. So in-person retreats, because, you know, I love the, the energy of that. So yeah. it's really exciting, really scary, um, but it, it's timely. It's just around when the book launched. So uh, scared, but I have no doubt that my goal is to impact 100 million lives through this work. And um, I think the world, the universe has, like, really set me up to be able to to do that and to serve powerfully. So I'm excited to, to launch that relatively soon.
1: I'm so excited for you stepping out into this and I'm so excited for everyone that's gonna get to work with you and benefit from just this immense wisdom that you've, you've gathered from connecting and learning from so many humans mm-hmm. on this earth and who you are in your nature oh. too. Um, so thank you for stepping out and doing that thank you for continuing to partner with me in these awesome books <laughs> it's such a treat to work with you and learn with you um on this adventure hmm. how do people connect with you if they want to learn more or um just connect with you on yeah. any of the what's the best way to um, reach out
0: yeah i mean luckily i'm pretty social um i have over a million followers slash subscribers if you include all the platforms so if you just search my name on pretty much anything you'll you'll be able to find me um yeah so yeah i've just been telling people just google davidson hang and then like you know some people prefer instagram some people prefer youtube like everyone has their channels but um i'm pretty at this point i'm pretty um social like i'm pretty out there in the social media world so um honestly so all like the places.
1: Has, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> everyone has different preferred methods like some people they, they'll they like send me a message on messenger some people will message me or dm me on instagram right so whatever whatever your preference is
1: excellent thank you so much for taking the time today i appreciate it so much davidson
0: yeah thank you liz and and of course uh would like to end this with an acknowledgement um thank you so much for your patience, your partnership, and just honestly, like, this has created me to become a leader, just because I'm able to Mm. create something, because I had a story that I I wasn't creative, right, and obviously working with you, like, I've I've been able to not only practice creativity, but just be able to, like, see myself as a leader, Um, you know, Mm. started with redefining masculinity, and then this and then with the memoir like I'm like oh like I can actually be like a vulnerable leader and I don't have to put on like a facade right and then the Asian identity stuff I also was something that I was always afraid to put out there in the universe and you've always encouraged me to like just share openly so um, you know I couldn't have done it without you and it's great right it seems like we're both we're both growing and we're both sharing and, and we're both impacting so many lives so it's just it's really a treat to to even have time to to, to interact with you and uh, to partner on so many projects and then many more to come as well
1: thank you for for this and yeah always a joy i could literally talk with you all day long <laughs> so thank you for, oh. for taking the time today to find out more about green heart living visit us on our website
0: at www.greenheartliving.com, and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/greenheartliving.